Welcome to Shine KC. I'm your host, Tina Johnson, published author, small business entrepreneur, and domestic violence survivor. Hi, everyone. Do you remember when you were a teenager? Or if you're a teenager now, I remember as a teenager, cheesy little fun sayings or phrases like, you're the peanut butter to my jelly, or I'm wearing the smile you gave me. The fun little quotes that actually today, sometimes my own husband still uses at 60 years old, which is the sweetest thing. Teen dating relationships can be so much fun, especially if we teach our teens skills for healthy relationships and to know what a healthy relationship looks like. All of these things can improve school performance, reduce antisocial and unhealthy behaviors such as drug and alcohol use, create a positive self-image, and improve those interpersonal skills and negotiation skills and also to teach teens what empathy looks like. As adults, I believe it is important for us to support healthy, nonviolent relationships and also work to prevent the long-lasting effects an unhealthy relationship can have on an individual. The CDC states during the preteen and teen years, it is crucial for youth to begin learning skills to create and maintain healthy relationships, including managing feelings and communicating in healthy ways. Research also highlights the need for prevention efforts that address unique needs of teens who are at greater risk of experiencing dating violence. So a healthy team relationship goes far beyond individual attraction and the spar in the beginning. It requires intention. It requires two people coming together and making choices that create a strong, healthy relationship. What are some things teens can do to have a healthy relationship? Let's start here. How about be honest and communicate? A large amount of drama enters relationships because the boyfriend or girlfriend either drops his or takes their relationship issues to friends instead of each other. Unnecessary conversation. Speaking up about important issues is important, but making an unnecessary negative comment doesn't help to build relationship that's healthy. How about social media limitation? If you want to post a cute picture or two of the two of you, I say go for it. How cute. Me as a mom, I love to see it. But when you have problems with one another, don't post your negative feelings anywhere. Definitely limit that social media. Broaden your support system. This one is huge. If you have a boyfriend or girlfriend because you depend on them, that's not going to end well. I know people who feel like they need to belong to someone. It's dangerous mentally and it's a road that only ever leads to heartbreak or unhealthy attachment, which could definitely lead to teen violence and abusive situations. You know, relationships are never easy. Some might argue that teen relationships are even more difficult, but I believe with the right mindset, right actions, and pure intentions, teen relationships can be mature, healthy, and lead to long-lasting friendships. The CDC fact sheet states, and it's the Center for Disease Control, unhealthy, abusive, or violent relationships can have short and long-term negative effects, including severe consequences on a developing teen. 
Youths who are victims of dating violence are more likely to experience these symptoms of depression and anxiety, engage in unhealthy behaviors like smoking, drugs, alcohol, exhibit antisocial behaviors, lie, steal, bully, or hit, and worse of all, they may even think about suicide. Violence in an adolescent relationship sets the stage for future relationship problems including intimate partner violence or victimization throughout life. For example, youths who are victims of dating violence in high school are at a higher risk for victimization during their college years. So how to help teens deal with dating violence? Dating abuse is a serious health concern for many students. One in three high school students will be involved in an abusive relationship. 45% of teenage girls ages 14 to 17 say they know someone in their age group that has been hit or beaten by a boyfriend. Nearly 80% of girls who have been physically abused in their intimate relationship continue to date their abuser. Both boys and girls can be abused by a dating partner and both boys and girls can be abusers. Teens who are in abusive relationships may have a difficult time getting help for the following reasons. They may have so much fear of hurting their dating partner's feelings that if they tell a friend, they will tell them to end the relationship. Fear of losing independence from one's parents or getting in trouble by the same parent. Fear of retaliation from an abusive dating partner not knowing how to leave or improve the situation. Maybe they're just embarrassed. Fear of being judged. Not trusting that what is said will be kept confidential. Not wanting to admit it's a real problem. With that said, go grab your teens. Let's put together a safety action plan. I will add this plan to my website in a PDF form at shinekc.com so you and your teen can draft out your own snapshot of an action plan. And to help you draft yours, some of my resources come from the Coalition Against Domestic Violence, which you can of course find them online. Remember, you do not have any control over your boyfriend or girlfriend's behavior. So take a few minutes to answer these questions and prepare your safety plan. Number one, these are the cues I've seen that my boyfriend or girlfriend is getting angry or violent. Write out some of the cues that you see. And number two, these are some situations I've been in where I have felt unsafe. Jot these down. Here's a tip. If you're feeling unsafe or in an argument, go to a place where other people might hear. Always, if you need to confront anyone, make sure you are in a public place. And number three, I want you to put on your action plan. These are people I trust and I can ask for help. Tips on talking with adults. Some adults such as teachers, counselors, and healthcare providers are required by law to report abuse happening to anyone under the age of 18. And number four, this is my code word. Put down a code word. So if you hex this word or call someone and this 
word comes out, they know you need help. I can share it with people I trust and use it to let them know I'm scared or I need help. And number five, be sure when you share your code word, tell the people that you trust what kind of help you need with this code word. And I'll just be very random. Code word red means you need 911 call or code word yellow. I'm feeling uncomfortable. This is a heads up. So definitely let that person you trust or these people you trust know what these code words may mean. I can also tell them what not to do. Here is what I will tell them. Yellow, I am uncomfortable, but we don't need to call the police. Red, call the police. Number six, if I'm with my boyfriend or girlfriend and I'm not feeling safe, here are some things I can say or do to get away. Have an escape plan if you start feeling not safe or uncomfortable. I get a text every once in a while from one of my kids saying, when do you need me home? I always know, depending on where they're at, it's the time is now. I need to go get them now. And number seven, here are some things I can do to help myself to cope or to feel better. Doing things that make you feel happy or confident. Again, some people use drugs or alcohol to cope with their problems, but they can drain your energy, cloud your judgment, and make you very, very vulnerable. Think of things that make you happy. Confiding in someone you trust or exercise. These are some ways to help you manage the the pressure of a difficult relationship. And number eight, if I can't think of anyone I trust to talk about my relationship, or if I want more information, I can call. There's a National Dating Abuse Helpline. If there is nobody in your life you feel like you can talk to, and you are in a situation where you need help, that phone number is 866-331-9474. And I I think that should be a staple on everyone's teen dating action plan. You can also text love is to 77054. You can also call a domestic violence program or organization without giving your real name. You can ask them to help you find someone that you can trust. For the nearest domestic violence program, the domestic violence hotline number is, and this is nationwide, so everyone needs this number on their action plan. It is 800-799-SAFE. No one deserves to be abused, and it is never your fault. So what if you decide to break up with this person? Because you know you're worth more than the way that they're treating you. If you decide to break up with an abusive boyfriend or girlfriend, it's important to have a safety plan in place before attempting the relationship. Sometimes during and after the breakup are the most dangerous periods in a relationship. Number one, I plan the breakup carefully with help of people that you trust. Talk to your parents, talk to your teachers, talk to an adult. You can also call that domestic violence hotline. So make sure that is on your action plan if you choose to break up and end this relationship. If it's not safe to break up, with my partner in an isolated place, do it in a public place, always. If necessary, do it by a phone call, a letter, or an email. This is where and when I will break up with my boyfriend or girlfriend. 
Again, these are just points to put in your safety action plan. Number three, this is who I will ask to be watching out for me during the breakup. Who are those people that you can trust that understand that you just want to make sure this breakup goes smooth? Make sure they know about it. Make sure they know your code words. Number four, I will be very clear with my boyfriend or girlfriend that I'm ending the relationship and that my decision is final. These are the words I will use. And then bullet point whatever words you want to use. Practice this breakup so that you are comfortable with it and you you are not convinced to do otherwise. Number five, I will try to be prepared for my boyfriend or my girlfriend's reaction because they may become violent or sad or very sweet to try to win me back. Bullet point or write down ways that you think that they may react. Number six, after breaking up, I will avoid being alone with my ex or being in a situation where he or she may try to corner me or talk to me after my breakup. This is what I'll do if my ex tries to talk to me at home, work, school, or anywhere else. And then number seven, that ex may try to call you. Write down, this is what I will say if my ex calls me. And remember to be non-emotional and firm so they get the picture and there's no question. Number eight, after breaking up, my ex may try to use other people to get through to me. If this happens, here's what I'll say to them. This inevitably happens. The, the abuser will try to get other people and convince other people that you were the bad person or you were even an abuser. Write down what you might say to them and you don't have to bash that ex. They will be found out. They always are. You just write down so you'll be prepared to know what you're going to say if a phone call would arise. And number nine, jot these down. Here are some other things I can do to keep myself safe. Always have your cell phone along with important numbers programmed into that phone. Block your access, access to email or Facebook or any other places you share information. Ask friends, family, or co-workers to not relay notes or messages from your ex. You don't want to hear it anymore. You have moved on. Change your route so that you're harder to locate. Change your route to work or change your route to your best friend's house, school, whatever you have to do. Just make it harder for you to be located. Ask an adult that you trust at school to help you stay safe. Have friends go to and from school with you and walk with you between classes. Tell your friends, your family, and your co-workers to call school staff or the police if they see your ex bothering you. Find someone you trust to travel and sit with you. Stay with you and watch out for you at your job, your school events, or any other activities. Arrange to call someone you trust to let them know that you arrived safely and that you're okay. If I do not call a plan, tell them you want them to call the police. I know for a fact this has worked in a situation very close, near, and dear to me with somebody I love very much. Their best friend called the police and now their abuser has domestic assault charges pending. Have your safety action plan in place. If you are being assaulted or afraid of an assault that may occur, please know and empower yourself to call the police or 911. They do want to help. Lastly, Remember, teens, what is not your responsibility, no matter what that boyfriend or girlfriend may
may fail you. Other people's words, other people's mistakes, other people's beliefs, consequences of other people's actions, other people's actions, other people's opinions, and other people's ideas. Young teen, you're only responsible for your words, your behaviors, your actions, your efforts, your mistakes, your ideas, and your consequences to your action. Prevention is the best way to combat teen domestic violence. Prevention programs, community prevention programs, prevention programs in school. It's time we stand up and we say, not our kids. Bye-bye for now.